0: The Best of Frantic Times!
1: Hello and welcome to... The
2: Best of Frantic Times Podcast!
1: (laughs) I'm Peter Wildman. I'm Dan Redican.
2: I'm Rick Green. And I'm Paul the Cat-Chadow.
3: Paul the Cat- No one's ever called him Paul the Cat-Chadow. Please don't ever do
1: it. <laughs> He'll spray your wall. David
2: Thomas called me Paul
0: the cat Chatto. No, he called you the pussy. It was different. Oh. Uh,
1: we're here to uh, play you the best of uh, a radio series that we had on the CBC a million years ago called... Frantic Times. And if you've just joined us, thank you. Please go back. There are uh, 27 other episodes that you can get caught up on. Uh, we're going to play some stuff for you today. We're very excited that all four of us are together in the studio. We know it often. Do so let's start things off with Chipmunks Have No Ears.
0: No, I have a funny story about this. Yeah, save th- it, save it, save it. Okay, I'll save it.
4: Hello, boys and girls. I'm Miss Betty, and it's time for your bedtime story. This is a story called, Why Chipmunks Have No Ears. (laughs) Well, we all know that chipmunks are nervous, shy creatures who love to eat nuts and berries. But did you know that there was a time when chipmunks were as bold as you please, and not shy or nervous at all, and they all had big ears, as big as rabbit's ears? They would frolic and play in the forest glen with their long ears pricked up to warn them of danger. Then one day, a man named Steve tromped into the forest, gathered all of the chipmunks from the trees, and ripped off all of their ears. And that's why chipmunks are shy and nervous and have no ears. (laughs) Tomorrow our story will be why dogs have no legs, (laughs) or tails, or tongues. (laughs) More later, bye for now. Bye. (laughs)
0: Oh, fired none! I have a funny story about this, too. You no, no, wait, wait. Wait, oh, okay, I'll, I'll hang on. It's a good one. I'll, I'll save it for later.
5: Oh, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed
3: be thy name. Enter. Pardon the intruding, Mother Superior. The intrusion but, is forgiven, Sister Bernadette. Why do you interrupt my novena? Uh, we have found Sister Candy.
4: Oh, thank the Lord. Is she all right? Oh, yes, yeah, she's fine. Good. She was at the roller rink on 12th Street. The roller rink? Well, she claimed she was curing the lepers and, and showing them the true path whenever the direction changed. Show her in? Uh, yes, Mother Superior. <laughs> Hi there, Mum. <laughs>
3: Sister Candy, you address me as Mother Superior, not Mom. Oh, uh,
4: Mother Superior, yeah. Sounds like a heavy metal band, Mother's Mother Superiority. Are you chewing gum? Oh, sorry, it's my last piece.
3: Get rid of it.
4: Okay. Oh, sorry, I'll wipe you off.
3: Never mind, Sister Candy. How long have you been with the Sisters of the Carmelite Order?
4: Uh, let's see, since the Feast of the Holy Rosary, uh, three days, you know, since Monday.
3: At that time, I warned you the path to purity was a long and arduous one.
4: Oh, yeah, I didn't think I'd make it. You haven't
5: made it! You've broken every rule of the Carmelite order, starting right off with your vow of
4: silence! Uh, I wanted to talk to you about that. You can't I- talk to me about that! Mother, you're worse than my real mother. Sister Candy, I
3: do not wish to be harsh with you. But some of us are just not cut out to be nuns.
4: Oh, you'll get the hang of it. Stay loose. I meant you! Oh, uh, I'm gonna be a great nun, just like Sally Fields flying and everything! Sister Candy,
3: you know nothing of Catholic traditions. Why did you come here, Sister Candy?
4: Well, I heard it was something you could do for a few years and be a better man for it. That's the army! Don't you teach computer programming? No, we teach the Word of God! Oh, but I like it here. I help to organize things already.
3: Oh yes, the pilgrimage to the go-kart track.
4: Oh (laughs) yes. I warned Sister Rosita her habit would catch in the chains.
3: Sister Candy, another thing. About your name, what kind of name is Candy for a nun?
4: All right, well, I was going to change it to Sister Sledge. No! Uh, Sister Vampirella? No! I'm afraid you're going to
3: have to change it right back to your Christian name and you'll have to leave the order.
4: Bummer.
3: Return everything you were given. The blankets, the robe. Oh, even the pearls? Yes, especially the rosary. I'm sorry, Sister Candy. Perhaps you will find a better way to serve the Lord.
4: (gasps) Like marry a priest
3: or something! Marry a priest? Didn't you understand what I meant
4: by the vow of chastity? Oh, I thought you said vow of charity Oh, I thought we had to give it away
3: (laughs) Goodbye, sister Goodbye, Candy
4: Right, well, see ya
3: I hope you have somewhere to go
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah My girlfriend says the United Church takes women ministers
3: You said you wanted to do something for the Catholic Church This might just be it (laughs)
1: I um, almost lost my man okay, there. Now, watch out for the slashing red things. Right yeah. at the edge of the screen. Now, push. No, use both hands. Both hands. Uh, what, what am I up to? I don't uh, want to look. 4,000. Oh, 4, okay, okay. Okay, now try for the bonus. Bonus, alright, alright. No, it's dropping. it's dropping. Push oh, the save button. Oh, come on, button. man. Where is it? There it is. Oh, that's, it, that's, it. It, that's it. Okay. Reflexes. Reverse, reverse, reverse now. Reverse, reverse. Hey, I'm getting the hang of this, all right. man. Alright, all right. now put your hand on the input button. Input, yeah. Lap, left, left. Whoa. Left. Hey, what are those green lights, huh? No, they? they're worth 10. 10. Alright, alright. i them. I'm getting them. I'm getting them. Almost got Last one. You did it! All right. Now, look. You take your bank card out. And the machine and your money comes out
0: here. Oh great,
1: it's great. Now Paul, you
2: get excited about Statue of Liberty. Well, because it was a monologue and I never, well, rarely got a chance to do a monologue because the, the monologue is yeah, yeah, in Paul the group you're going, going th- on and
4: on and on. <laughs> okay, that's
2: <laughs> it. See, proof. proof. Did, you, did you write it? No, I didn't write this one. Wrap it up, Paul. How did you? How did I think you... it was Rick. How'd you get the? How'd you get to do it? Um, I think you were feeling sorry for me. Wow! <laughs> I, I I did a lot of pity sketches.
3: This
1: is a lot of Hitch Minerva. <laughs> <laughs> This is Paul. He has very little comedy to do. We must send him sketches. We are very good about that.
2: We are good about evening things out in a show. Very Which, democratic. Yes. Which
0: reminds me of a story. Of, okay, of no, 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 it's too late. We have to go to the sketch. Oh shoot! Okay, Statue I'll, of Liberty. I'll,
2: I'll, oh. <sighs> you wanna know? Why the good Lord made women folk shorter than menfolk Cause when a lady's taller than a fella It just don't work out I really used to go for them taller women I love to dance and court with them taller gals Their long legs, their long arms, even their long heads <laughs> I used to say, I long for them long ones But not no more not after I went to New York and, and met a girl who was bigger than all my wildest dreams. I, might have, I must have been quite a sight, small-town boy in the Big Apple. Well, I, I met her on the Staten Island Ferry. The mist on the water cleared, and there she was, standing on her own island. <laughs> boy, oh boy, she was a tall one. Wore a fancy long gown, one of them elegant tiara-thins on her head. Oh, talking about high fashion. Oh, she was smart, too. Had a book the size of my barn in one hand, and the biggest darn torch in the other. Well, for reading at night, I guess. Now, normally, I think romance is a thing that takes time to grow. But with her, it was love at first tourist sight. The ferry boat docked, and I, and I rushed into her arms. First, I rushed into her left arm, then I rushed up and down her right arm. Oh, I spent the entire day with her, and the day after that. Oh, and the day after that. Oh, I bought her candies, flowers, brasso, trim clad. <laughs> I was so crazy about her, oh, I didn't want to see any of the problems that faced us. Oh, It didn't matter that she was older than me, and I knew that I wasn't her first man. Oh, there'd been a few millions since she'd first officially opened. But she was from France, I told myself, and and she stood for a few liberties. But I was fooling myself. One morning, I arrived and found a picture of Mount Rushmore. I confronted her. Who are these guys, I asked. She said they were just some old friends. Uh, They used to get stoned together a long time ago. But she wouldn't go into any details. She was hiding things from me. I found a 40-foot cigar butt. She said the tide washed it in. And how come I couldn't stay the night? National Parks and Monuments closing time? In a pig's eye. So, so I stayed after hours one night, hidden in the bushes at her base. And sure enough, he showed up. He was everything I wasn't, jolly and green like her and giant. So he was the one she'd been carrying that torch for Oh, they were so cozy, those two. I felt like every ho-ho was mocking me. The small town sap, silly enough to fall for the big city glamour gal. Well, I wouldn't be laughed at. I was gonna have it out when I realized there was a kid with him. She called him her little bean sprout. The jolly green giant was her man. I was just a fling on the side. A daytime toy while hubby was out freezing his niblets. (laughs) I took it hard. I put her on a pedestal. I made her into something she wasn't. And she needed me like another window in her head. Well, I got over that humongous hussy, that 20-ton tart, that monstrous minx. (coughs) Now I got me a nice Italian girl who needs me. More my size, too. Oh, she doesn't have any arms to rush up and down in, but she'll always be my Venus. Now, where's that box of crackers? Oh, is pretty Polly hungry? Polly Parrot wants a cracker. Jed can't understand Polly Parrot. Say it nice for old Jed. Polly want a cracker? Good, Polly Parrot. Here you go. Jed always saves some pension money for crackers. Oh, you like that, don't you, Polly? Oh, you rock some in your cage. There you go. Polly's a pretty bird, pretty bird. All gone? Uh, Say it nice. Come on, Polly. What does Polly want? Polly
5: want a cracker. Here you go. Polly want a cracker. Well, take
2: it. What's wrong, Polly?
5: Polly want a cracker with meat on it.
2: Oh, well, let's see if there's any bologna in the fridge. Uh, oh, here's the last of the bologna. Uh, there you go.
5: Well, I want a cracker with meat on it.
2: Eat your bologna. Yeah.
5: <laughs> well, I want a cracker with real meat on it.
2: Oh, all, all Jed has is some tuna.
5: Well, I want a cracker with tuna.
2: But it's my dinner.
5: Well, I want a cracker with tuna. Well, I want a cracker with tuna. Oh, all right.
2: Where's the can opener?
5: Well, I want a cracker with tuna, a rich cracker. Well, I want a rich cracker with ham on it.
2: Oh, right. Well, what about the tuna? Ah,
5: no, Polly wants ham.
2: I don't have any ham.
5: Screw the tuna. Polly wants smoked ham.
2: I can't afford that.
5: Polly wants smoked Westphalian ham on a Ritz cracker.
2: I don't have any, and that's that.
5: Polly wants a beverage.
2: All I have is milk.
5: No champagne?
2: No. Baby duck? Just milk.
5: Polly wants milk. And give me the whole box of Ritz crackers.
2: Uh, here you go. Now now milk. With a straw.
5: Right. Polly want a television set.
2: Here's your milk. I, I'll get the television.
5: And give me that bottle of pickles, too. Here. Polly want a color television set. I can't afford that. Rent one! <laughs> and Polly want a TV guide. I mean, as long as you're up. It's on the bottom of your cage. Alright. <laughs> Uh Polly want a sofa. Oh, you can't have a
2: sofa. Polly want a sofa. Polly want a sofa. Your cage isn't big enough. Polly want a bigger cage. No. It takes up half the kitchen now. Now where's the outlet for the TV?
5: Polly want a love seat. No. A lazy boy? Forget it. Polly want a footstool. I can't afford it. Polly want a woman. A mate? Polly want our pet Juliet. You can't have Juliet. Only wants a Jacuzzi, and a Learjet, and a sense of self-worth, and some millet.
2: I can't get you those things. Only want a new owner. Why, you ungrateful wretch! You already have everything I own. I blowed out your shirts. You got my TV, my slippers, all my
5: food. I'll drop dead, Jed.
2: Why, I never, I could. Oh,
5: don't growl at me, What are you saying, Jed? I can not understand you. I'm hungry,
2: and you took my food, Say it nice, Jed. Say it nice. Jed want
5: a cracker. Good boy. Jed want a cracker. Jed's a pretty boy. Jed wants a pretty
1: This next sketch, we're spoofing a Canadian politician, Mark Lalonde. Which, which no one knew at the time, which, anyway. Jesus. <laughs> really, we're putting this one in the show.
2: Well, the, what was really neat about it is that it, once you listen to it, it's so timely. So, listen to
0: it.
1: Mark it's Lalonde timely. is not timely. No, 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 the
0: premise of the sketch is timely. No, and the funny thing about Mark Lalonde this is that... No, a no, no, of, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. wait. wait, wait. wait, wait. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll hold off, but it's a hold great... Remind yeah. me of this, because yeah. I'll tell you. Wait, Bill. Bill. The audience Here. is going to love it. It's, it's Mark Lalonde. This is Our Nation's Business. I'm Brian Doherty, and my guest this week on Our Nation's Business, the new Minister of Finance, Mark Lalonde. Mr. Lalonde, let's get right down to brass tacks. Can you get the economy back on its feet or Uh, not? I would
1: prefer to be addressed as Honorable Minister, if you don't mind, Brian. Honorable
0: Minister, fine. Mr. Honorable Minister, what are you going to do about the economy? For
1: some reason, you boors in the media refuse to call me Honorable Minister.
0: Yes, well... Perhaps we feel you don't deserve the respect until you solve the economic mess I'm an
1: elected official, Brian You must call me honorable minister Even though you are a little cur Well,
0: I, I don't think there's any reason in getting a personal I list. get
1: personal with every bit of pox I meet in my business I must sit through interviews with poo like you every day. Listen, I'm sorry, but
0: you have no right to come it. Look at
1: slime. You call me honorable minister. Oh, that's Touch very old. nice.
0: Nice talk. Really. You
1: keep this up. Your job is poo on a stick pad. Look, I don't have to take this from you. I'm Listen, sewer mouth. Why don't you go back to the bathroom and squeeze more of your goddamn uh, oh, pimples yeah, oh, Why, what's your problem? Kiss I mean, my grits, uh, um, you scuzzball. Would you maggot. shut your mouth? Is it, is you're that... lousy canker!
0: Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. That's all the time we have to waste on Mr. Mark. You Kiss my honorable you Derriere Lalonde. I'm spum. sorry
1: we even had you on you're here. I'm sorry. Get up. Is that it? Yes, that's it. For a minute there, I thought I was going to have to talk about the economy.
0: (laughs) New from
2: Detroit, USA, it's the car that tells the imports to go back where they came from. The Panther Z20. Now the economy, styling and handling of third world craftsmanship built right here in the U.S. of A. Designed by white Americans, built by black Americans. The Panther Z20 lets you thumb your nose at those Japs. We beat them in the war, now let's beat them on the highway. The Panther Z20 has standard features like racist stripes, strutting suspensions, and hegemony interior and high-biased radial tires. The Panther Z20 Kick the ass of the Japs, Krauts and Frogs, let them eat our rust, the Feather Z-20 in red, white and blue.
4: It's time America got smug again.
1: This is a sketch with uh, Dan and I. You and I never did many sketches together, did we? No, not I I don't know.
3: Possibly we did many. (laughs) <laughs> I did a lot of monologues
0: at home by myself. <laughs> On stage, you did a lot of stuff together, though. Yeah, yeah.
3: I don't know. Yes, we did. Think my mother was a piano teacher, uh, and this is how she would teach piano. Uh, you would uh, sit by the piano, and you would hit a note. She'd say, "No, that's wrong," and hit your fingers with a with a ruler. Wow. Uh, uh, she <laughs> was actually a very good piano teacher to other people's kids, but these were her own, so she had this shortcut
4: that didn't work too well. No, it was just going to ask to do work.
3: No, no. Everybody, did, everybody did you in play dance the now. I never do, never do. I actually have a piano, and never
0: play it. It's a sad story, so enjoy! <laughs> no, I got a funny story, though, about, uh, uh, No, I... we have to play the sketch, oh, and then right, okay. we're almost at the end of the show, you leave it to I wanted to hear today. your story, Rick, sorry. Oh, it's really good.
1: Hello? Hello, is, is anybody home? Hello? Hey
3: gods, can I not be granted a few moments rehearsal without interruption? What do you want?
1: Uh, hi. Are you Mr. Theodocadus, the piano player man?
3: No, I am Mr. Theodocus, the pianist supreme. What do you want from me?
1: Well, you see, speak I came... Speak up. Well, my mother, my speak, mother... Speak, you <laughs> insolent pup! Oh, hush, your whining! <laughs> my, my mommy sent me here for my, my piano lessons.
3: Lessons? Oh, yes, that tawdry business my agent suggested as a means of sustenance. Very well, child, enter. Yes, sir. So, you have come to study at the feet of Theomon Theodocus.
1: That's what my mom said.
3: Well, understand right off, lad. Becoming a pianist is no light sport. It will not be rock and roll and boogie-wooji. <laughs> it will be a labor of Hercules, a trial, an ordeal, blood, sweat, tears.
1: My mom said it'd be Thursdays from 5 to 5.30.
3: Patience, Theo, patience. All right, follow me into the conservatory, Mozart.
1: Oh, no, my name's Kenny.
3: Quite. Well, Kenny, we shall have to start with the basics, I see. Yes, sir. Now, boy, do you recognize this piece of furniture before you? That's a piano. A piano! Well, I don't know why your mother sent you to me, you budding virtuoso, you should be teaching yourself Really?
5: Of course not, you common little rodent (laughs) Now rest
3: your plebeian carcass on the stool and prepare to savor the wisdom of a master
1: Uh, Yes, sir
3: Now, let's see what scores we have to draw from Ah, here's an unassuming bit of Chopin, a good piece to begin with Play it, boy What? Play, damn you, we haven't all afternoon.
1: I, 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 I can't.
3: What do you mean, you can't? Are the keys out of your reach? Are your fingers broken?
1: Well, no, I, I, I can't read what's written on the paper there.
3: You can't read music? <laughs> Dear God, what manner of dunderhead have they sent me?
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, stop your noise. All right,
3: lad. If you are unable to comprehend simple written music, I shall make it even simpler for you. Now move over, move, 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 move! Yes, yes, yes! Now, watch me. (laughs) There. You see? Now, you play. But...
1: But, Hey! Yes. Uh... Stop! What are you doing? Open your eyes! I, I, I forgot what you did. All right. Move over. Move, 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 yes, move! Yes, move. Yes, yes.
3: Now, this time, do as I do. There, you see, it's simple.
5: I want you to try it.
1: Thanks.
5: (laughs) You
3: are an idiot! You insult humanity by claiming membership!
1: Well, I'm not dumb!
3: How dare you speak back to the world's finest pianist?
1: You're not much of a teacher! What? No, I mean, I I don't know any guys who can learn something that fast. I mean, just by watching someone else do it, that's goofy. In school, we learn a bit at a time. That's too much!
3: All right, young man. Perhaps I have been intolerant with you. (laughs) Let us go back a few steps. This is middle C. Right. Now remember, curl your fingers when you play as if you were holding a ball. Yes, sir. Now play.
1: How's that? Terrible! Don't know the meaning of pianissimo. Oh, Use you? your pedals, your pedals. I can't reach them. you uncoordinated. Now I'm, going, I'm trying. I'm Keep
2: trying. It. Get <laughs> I am speaking to you from the future, five
3: seconds in the future. There, you've caught up. You're listening to the best of the Frantics on Frantic Time. Are you going up? Could you hold those doors? Yeah, hurry. Thanks a lot. What floor? Uh, 19, please. All right. Thanks.
0: Some lousy weather we had last night, huh?
3: Yeah, it was lousy, all right.
0: Lousy weather. It was cold last night. Wasn't it cold?
3: Yeah, it was very cold. It
0: was cold, yeah. Set a record, they said. 100 below. Mm. Froze the tires off every car. Trees shattered and exploded. 50 people frozen to death in this yeah, city. Yeah, alone. I,
5: I heard, yeah. Huh.
0: And the lightning storms, they say it was from the cold. The lightning hit the 23rd floor of the building next door. 15 people killed.
5: Yeah,
1: right.
0: Yeah. And then today it warmed up so much, everything melted. The whole city flooded, buildings mm-hmm. washed away. I'd just been downtown, helping put sandbags on dikes. We're pulling victims from the water, disasters everywhere, gale force winds. Uh, yeah, I noticed. Yeah. yeah, and then the wind blows a jet aircraft down about hundred feet from where I'm standing. We're pulling people from the flame and wreckage. Tornadoes are lifting everybody yeah. into the air. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, look, look. You know what I hate? Talking about the weather. <laughs> Every time I get on an elevator, it's just, it's just boring.
0: Well, I guess Look,
3: this is my floor here Thanks a lot Bye
0: Hear about the monsters in the building? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Frantic Times Talent Hunt Many of our listeners have unusual hobbies and skills Here's one that we can broadcast to the public would you please give a warm welcome to Sister Ella Joseph-Teresa. Welcome to Frantic Time Talent Hunt, Sister.
4: Oh, thank you. It's nice to be here. And what are you going to do for us today? Well, the monks of St. Trinian and myself would like to perform some Gregorian scat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sister Ella and the monks. Mm.
1: As a music writer, song fellow, I'm really having trouble talking today. Uh, I was brought, somebody brought in the lyrics to me. I think this is yours, Rick or Redican.
5: Yes, I one of those.
1: Yeah. No, this is Dan. I think, why do people give us meat to eat? Sounds like Rick that, to me. Yeah. No, it yeah. sounds like Dan to me. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, nobody wants it, credit good? for this one. Is you it,
1: want? Is it good? Is <laughs> it's it, good? A, <laughs> it is a good song. Oh, it's, yeah, but no, what I want me. people to me. understand is that these were the lyrics brought into the office, and someone says, here, put some music to this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. I'm Miss Betty. And we're going to talk about food today, and in particular, we're going to talk about protein and specifically, we're going to talk about meat. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime these little boys are ready with their instruments, we'll get going. There we are. Why did God give us tea?
1: He gave us teeth to eat.
4: And what foods were we all to eat?
1: God told us to eat meat.
4: It all began in Eden.
1: When Adam had to eat.
4: He took fruit for feeding.
1: But God said, no, eat meat. Meat,
4: meat, meat. Big hunks of meat, meat, meat. Red dripping. Meat, meat, meat. meat. Big juicy meat, meat. Bunny there.
1: Oh, doesn't he look sweet?
4: God made bunnies just for us. So
1: we could eat meat.
4: Turtles, duckies, puppy dogs.
1: Everything we greet.
4: Underneath those cuddly smiles.
1: They are made of meat. First you take a happy, healthy cow. Bash it on the head then you cut off great big hunks until you are sure it's dead. And then you throw away what you don't like. Hooves, bounce, skin. Start a little fire or eat it raw. Eat it raw. Come on, folks, dig in.
4: If it breathes or walks or crawls, you're
1: allowed to kill.
4: Stuff it all inside yourself.
1: For it is God's will.
4: Look there, see that man
1: walking down the
3: street.
4: Don't be shy, just club him dead. He
3: is made of meat, meat,
4: meat, meat. delicious, meat, 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 meat. nourishing, meat, 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 meat,
1: meat, meat, meat. Oh, lovely, but you can't eat just one meat.
3: The Best of Frantic Times was written and performed by The Frantics, yeah. Paul Chatto, Rick Green, Dan yeah. Redican, and
2: Peter Wildman. Over with here! special Ooh. guests Maggie Butterfield, yeah. Mag Ruffman, Carolyn Scott, original CBC production by David Milligan, yeah. with sound yeah. effects by yeah. Kathy Perry
3: and That's Anton Sabo. That's not a real the name. The Best of Frantic Times podcast was produced
2: by Derek Wellsman.
0: Yeah. to the head!
1: To the head. <laughs> you know what? I no, have a no, funny story. Oh, start! Sorry. I'll save it for. Yeah. I'll now save it for the drive leave, home. It's, it's, he's not uh, driving home with us, is he? Yeah. Oh shit.